Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Hoops and Epivisons podcast. I'm Alex. And I'm Ruben. And today we have TJ on. How are you doing, TJ? I am there. <laughs> I mean, uh, I know life as a Kings fan is hard. I mean, I'm healthy. That's, yeah. that's are always you good. You're healthily am drinking? I, uh, is my liver healthy? We'll ask that question. Probably not. Not at least right now. But... <laughs> Yeah, I'm good. The cushion is a nice fall, so whatever. <laughs> Man, I mean, legitimately, though, how has this season been for you as a Kings fan? Well, you all know that basically every season has been shit for the past, what, past decade? Yeah, like um, 10, 12 years now? Yeah, but... This year, we actually, before the season started, we went in with hope. We were, you know, we had the young core. We had everything going for us. And then at the end of last season, um, it's it's just when everything fell apart. Mm-hmm. It, when the coach was fired, when Nager was fired. And Which made no in, sense. No, absolutely No, that was, a weird, that was a weird firing. And so. then uh, they brought in Luke Walton without even interviewing him they and and then all the drama happened all the drama happened with walton and i mean even leaving that aside just based off the way he performed in los angeles and Mm -hmm. how a lot of the different players and magic johnson spoke about him it was concerning yeah so You, you know you know it's bad when lebron james gives up on your team Exactly. Because that dude never gives up. No. And it's the Lakers. I mean, it it just, it boggled my mind. And I mean, I understand how he did so well in Golden State um, as assistant coach and what he did there. But I I agree with Magic Johnson that he was just not ready. And he still isn't ready to be a head coach. And his, 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 I mean, his actions are showing it at this point. So... We were we were still kind of hopeful, hope like thinking that hopefully we were wrong about Walton and that mm-hmm. he would work out in Sacramento. But the first five games, when they dropped the first five games in the regular season, we it was just basically oh fuck. Yeah. yeah. And we've tried to be optimistic, but all the injuries, watching everybody just completely fall, watching him screw up lineup after lineup, um, 
having it, him ruin the pace and space of the team. Yes, it, like, so a team that we used to be yeah. insanely quick when it came to pace. Now we were slowing down, and at, on some levels it worked, but most of the time, no, it didn't. Yeah. And when we were when we were quick, we were entertaining. We were at least entertaining to watch, even if we were losing. Now it's just. I mean, I get bored watching, oh, and man. it sucks. This is my team that I loved, and I, I, uh, it just it it breaks my heart year after year. But this one had to it, the knife just went a little bit further this year. And yeah, because I feel like last year, up until the very end, there was a lot of promise on the Kings. It was yeah. like a team that was scrappy and nearly made the playoffs up until the last month of the season. You know, everything looked pretty good. And then they fired Jaeger for no reason. And I don't know. I, I just don't get it. Our head coach situation has been abysmal uh, for the, fa- for the yeah. past few years. I mean, it was especially after Mike Malone was fired. After it was, it was looking like it was going to be one of our best seasons ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins gets meningitis. Oh, yeah, that's right. He got meningitis. We were on a winning streak. He got meningitis. um, And then we started losing games because DeMarcus Cousins was out trying to, doctors were trying to save his life. And it was like people, a lot of fans didn't understand what meningitis actually is. Mm -hmm. And they were getting pissed off. And then the front office just went and fired Malone, the coach he got along so well with. The whole reason he left is yeah, because that of that. Yeah, that whole thing was crazy. That whole thing was insane, yeah. When that happened, it, it was kind of foreshadowing what was going to happen down the line when it came to the head coach situation. It was just brutal. It, I, mm-hmm. I, I still am not over that when they let him go and then brought on George Carl. God, it, George Carl was a fucking disaster. Oh, God, it was it was a fucking Hold dumpster on. fire. What, what's worse, Carl or, uh, or Luke Walton? Oh, you know what? That's can I choose death? <laughs> I think so. Can I mean, if I you want, you know, like a screwdriver going slowly in my eye, or and a dull pencil going in my other eye. I'd rather God. that. They have to but be the we, two worst coaches in King's history, right? Yes, yes. The, what I want to say, just because uh, I'm probably saying this because it's you know it, it's more current, but Walton, especially yeah. when it comes to you know the background issues when it when yeah. it came to Walton, mm-hmm. um, that's fair. So I, I I'm gonna have to choose him over Carl, but man, that's painful. It is. I mean, oh, I feel bad. It, it's like. I feel like being a Kings fan is similar to being a Rangers fan. Oh. But yeah. at least you... Hey, at least you went to the World Series. <laughs> and then fucking shit our pants. Yes! <laughs> against the Giants of all teams. Okay, well, no, no. You guys didn't have a chance against the Giants. That, that's completely you know fair. That. You had but I'm a saying, against the Cardinals. Yeah, but everything that happened afterwards is been, dumpster yeah, fire. Been, yeah. yeah. That... that yeah, I feel bad for you guys. Yeah. But the but thing is, is that, like, I feel like the Rangers GM is actually not that bad, but he has shit owners. Yeah. So, a little bit, again, no one can be as bad at this point or comparable. Well, 
in football, who would you compare the Kings to? Or the Knicks? Like, well, the who Knicks, would be the football equivalent? The football equivalent of the Knicks is the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> oh, God. That's actually... I, I, I think we... Someone mentioned this on Twitter once. Yeah, and I was like, because... Damn, that's <laughs> here's my thing the Cowboys year in and year out are better than the Knicks are but yeah. expectations but when you factor in fan expectations and the fact that the issues of the Cowboys stem from their owner the issues for the Knicks stem from their owner and meddling and everything like that and the fact that the Cowboys and the Knicks both have fan bases that make them the most popular teams in their respective sports and therefore nothing will ever change. True. And then you also factor in the fact that I think both teams are have like the most valuation in their respective sport. That's what I'm saying. Like the well, most popular team to their owners is the ones that make the most money. Yeah. Okay, so let me ask both of you this as Rangers and Cowboys fans. I'm Which not a Cowboys fan, you- but... Uh, oh. He doesn't like football. American football. <laughs> there we Let's go. pretend that you do. All right, fine. Uh-huh. Who who would you might who is uh, uh, who torches you more, the Cowboys or the Rangers? I have no expectations for the Rangers, so <laughs> <laughs> like <Really>? no, <laughs> like I I want Joey Gallo to do well and everything else. I'm just like the Rangers torch me every single <laughs> fucking off season. Yeah, because it really is. Like, during the season, it's like, it, it oh, is like, like, here we go. The Rangers are like planned powder times a million. Oh, God. It's yeah, like, this, hey, this all right, guys, let's keep our powder dry. Let's go get this one guy. And there's yeah. no cap space in the MLB. So they could <laughs> yeah, go get that guy. A, that guy wanted to go was, there. <laughs> it's every okay. offseason. Okay. So but this one especially. This one yeah. especially stung. Because it was like, so, it was like four different guys. Yeah, it was bad. But. Okay, so when it comes to the Cowboys, whichever one of you likes the Cowboys, like, what is your expectations going into, like, different seasons? Like, what was your expectation going into this uh, past season? Okay, so I guess I'll answer this one since I actually watched the Cowboys this year. Um, I would say I definitely expect us to make the playoffs, especially after, like, the first, like, four weeks or whatever four or five weeks, and I was like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, like, Kellen Moore's figured this shit out, <laughs> like, Jason Garrett's letting him fucking run the plays and all that, call the plays and shit like that, I was like, hell yeah, and then, like, shit just, like, hit the fan, it was like, oh, like, if we go eight and eight, it's like a fucking miracle at this point, and, uh, yeah, they burned me real bad, because I remember, especially on Twitter, like, because again, like, a lot of people who, like, follow the Mavs also follow the, also follow the Cowboys, so I was like, Okay, cool. Like, I'll be able to like tweet dumb shit like during like on a uh, on Sundays, you know, like, oh, like who would be the best, you know, football player on the Mavs or whatever shit like that. Mm-hmm. And then by like week like, what ten or eleven, I was like, nah, fuck this. <laughs> like, I'm out. <laughs> like, yeah, because I remember my my family over here are diehard cowboy fans. They were just, uh, in the beginning of the season, it was like with Dak and everything, it was looking really good. And then the thing is, though, I really like Kellen Moore. (laughs) Like when I saw him in college, I loved him on the field. And I have never been more wrong about uh, a quarterback going into 
the pros. So I was happy when he was given the position on the, the Cowboys. And it, it, I, I agree. It was looking, he was finding his footing and everything. Um, but yeah, I don't know what the fuck happened there with you guys. But it seems to happen every year, so you should be used to it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it happens to you too, so. Okay, you know what? I gave up <laughs> on my team when they put in Tannehill. I mean, fucking seriously. Oh, Tannehill? man. This year was nice, though. Like, you know, like, oh, my God. you guys no made one, the playoffs. Like. No one was expecting what they did in the postseason. No one. I mean, if, if you would have went to Vegas and put money down for the Titans beating the Patriots. Like at the beginning of the season or something? Yes. Yeah. They would have looked at you like you were fucking out of your mind. And then to go on and beat the Ra- the Ravens, it just <sighs> my heart has officially been just like chipped away because of this season. Has Has Tom Brady said he's coming back yet? Uh, here, that stupid Hulu commercial during the Super Bowl. Did you see that? Oh, was that that? Oh, no. Uh, it It was basically it, him. It was a joke. Saying, yeah, it was a joke, but. Everyone took that as he's not retiring this year. Yeah. Are you freaking kidding me? I swear he's not going to retire this year after the Titans bent him over a chair. He doesn't want to go out that <laughs> I'm way. I'm just saying no, that would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. Is he now like, like 52? He's like 61? I don't yeah, know. he's like maybe 80. I don't know. Yeah, yeah in football years, that's that's it's pretty bad. Yeah, he's ancient. <laughs> like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, he's not retiring. And then. Uh, I think my publisher, Fish, dropped a report. It wasn't even a report. I think I skimmed through it. Fish is going to kill me for saying that. But it, it was asking, <laughs> would you rather have Tom Brady or Dak leading the Cowboys? I was like, what the fuck is this? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I was like, ah, oh, Fish, what? And I don't know what it was based off of some report. Again, I, I only skimmed it. And Fish is going to murder me <laughs> for, like, saying that. Oh, well, man. fish you for listening. <laughs> don't kill me, please. <laughs> I like having a call with you. Don't, don't hurt. Me. <laughs> don't, don't kill me, please. <laughs> <laughs> don't punish me. Don't make me write cowboy stuff. Yeah. Oh, that'd be bad. <laughs> I couldn't imagine having to write cowboy stuff. That would be torture. In an in an alternate universe, that's what we're doing. Like, this is an off season pod for some reason like i mean it's kind of an off-season pod because there's not a lot to talk about like since we last recorded there's been one game and there's going to be another one and then it's you know the or the all-star break so yeah and i'm busy all weekend anyway yeah we're all busy all weekend (laughs) i it's i've been so like wrapped up in both king shit and then coming to the Mavs and with all the injury injuries going on there, mm-hmm. and I'm excited. Rest uh, in peace, Ryan Brokoff. Yeah, I'm still very sad about that. Don't oh, yeah, why don't you talk about that? Um, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I'm I so mean, sad. He listen. I mean, other than your star players, Ryan Brokoff was the fan favorite, at least on Twitter. He was. Like it oh, just, no, he was. you know, it's just weird because like I, you know, I the first time I ever heard the news, I was in Mexico actually and had like no service and like 
someone like DMs me like a like an article about Ryan, and I was like, mm-hmm. okay, it's a random ass Australian guy playing in Russia. Cool, like you know, like yeah. whatever. He he might be good. He might get you know get some minutes you know with this with this uh, you know brand new staff basically. Uh, and looking at it, I was like, okay, like it seems like he hit like he has some crazy numbers in, in Europe. Fifty like, percent from three, which is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. He I mean, was he a was a forty percent free throw shooter here in in the NBA, which is yeah. still ridiculous. Let's see, Ryan Brokoff. I'm looking it up right now. I did this a long time I ago too. The stats. Let me see, Ryan Brokoff. Oh my god, what the fuck? Okay, Cookie Policy. Thank you. Let me see. Went fucking fifty eight from out of one hundred twenty three from three. Yeah, from in the twenty sixteen season. God damn. Like forty seven point two percent. It's just making it worse for you now. Eh, I mean, you know, I I always thought he wasn't getting a lot of minutes anyway. But like, you know, just like because when I looked it up the other day, I was like, oh shit, he actually had, he averaged like ten minutes with us a game, and I was like, that's impressive because seems like we're never in the game, buddy. So, but every time he did come into the game, like you would see Mavs Twitter just go nuts. Yeah, it was great. Like yep. him, like him and Bobby were like my guy this season <laughs> like or have been in the season you know just like guys that i love a lot and guys that like i want to see succeed blah blah and it's funny because willie's becoming that for me too what so, what willie's becoming oh. one of that one of those guys for me where it's like, oh willie collie stein yeah for sure yeah okay yeah, let's talk about that for a second okay fuck yeah here let's, we go let's i baited her let's over let's there. yeah you baited me with it <laughs> and you took it yeah uh i fall really in those kind of traps shut up Okay. Please, please explain to me why that is. Why he's becoming a, a favorite for you at this point. I, you know, honestly, dude, and a lot of it is, like, it's so trivial, but, like, social media presence, which I yeah. guess, like, a lot of players are more like that now. Like, even, like, Kuzma or whoever, like, they have really good social media presence, and it just, like, makes them seem, like... So personality-wise, yeah. He okay. Well, no, that's understandable. He has he does have a great presence, and he's charismatic. Like I want to invite him so bad to go to the Dallas, you know, Museum of Arts. Oh yeah, you know, I mean, and just like hang out with them and be like, hey, bro, let's go get some gelato. Yeah, you know, he blew. You know, like he would blow you away. That you, cu- I cut myself off at the wrong time there. He will blow uh, you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> TJ. Hey, hey. I'm getting that on your headline. (laughs) Yes, we know you're in. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. He will blow you away with his uh, intellect, especially when it comes to art. Mm -hmm. And, I I mean, that's great. He's he's always been that charismatic person who you get him talking about that kind of stuff. And he's in his element suddenly. What always worried me... As is him as a player, is it almost seemed like when he would start talking about basketball, mm-hmm. it, it would, almost felt like he was talking about something that was a job and not a passion. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And that. that, yeah, that always that. You know, there were some uh, reporters that would interview him, and when he was in Sacramento, and that was a primary concern of theirs. And then they'd see it reflected on the court with you know, inconsistencies, um, especially when it came to defense and protecting the rim and things like that. 
so in my mind it was funny when he when we when the Mavs got him my phone blew up <laughs> because Twitter like uh, King's Twitter just took it as an opportunity to drag me oh, for yeah. like two oh, straight no. hours because they knew it was coming too. They're, they were like one of my friends. I remember one of my friends who was a follower and uh, I follow him. It was like nine hours before he said, watch, uh, Dallas is going to get Willie Colley signed because, uh, you know, Powell's out now. So I was like, Haha, whatever. And I went out to dinner. It was like the day after my birthday. I went out to dinner with my parents. And all of a sudden, my phone started blowing up. I was at dinner. And I just started cussing up a fucking storm. <laughs> and my dad was so fucking embarrassed. He was like, he was like yelling at me in Spanish to knock it off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's how you know you fucked up. <laughs> and, and like, I was like, no, you do not understand what just happened. Like, my world just cracked down the middle. And, you know, I'm, uh, I want him to succeed. It's, it, I want to be wrong about him. And, like, usually when I go on podcasts and I talk about him now, it, yeah, I want to be wrong. I want to see him succeed here. I, I definitely want to see him succeed with the Mavs. I want to see him, you know, actually give a shit about playing defense, actually raise his arms, yeah. maybe to block something. Because I... I there's been times where I saw him where, especially when it was in Sacramento, where he'd be completely asleep during the first, like, first quarter of the game or so and not do shit on defense. He would just stand there, and it was infuriating. So, like, I see spurt of, you know, his talent coming through here, mm -hmm. but then he goes dead again. Yeah. And it, it's funny because I'll... I'll log into Twitter and I like see regular Mavs Twitter just either loving on him, which I still think it's strange, mm -hmm. or just pissed off as fuck. And I mean, you know that you're very familiar with the people I'm probably talking about. Yes. Who get really mad. Yeah. Well, they get mad. Um, the, there are certain people that get mad no matter what happens. Are we talking about the grumps of Mavs yeah. Twitter? Which is fine, like, you know, that's... <laughs> I'm gonna be quiet for this. <laughs> I mean, no, there's nothing wrong with it. No. I mean, I, the, the grumps on Mavs Twitter are some of my favorite people. And they're also some um, of the most insightful people, like... Yes. They're just also they're grumpy, which is fine. Yeah. They just have me grumpy, and then when they're drinking wine, it becomes worse. <laughs> they become wine grumpy. Yeah. And we all know wine grumpy. <laughs> yes. And, but it's it also cracks me up too because on this level on the Willie Cauley Stein level I I feel on a personal level being a Kings fan. Yeah, I mean I feel like I had no expectations of him coming in really. Like I just wanted him to be a warm body for a big man, and he's done pretty well, I would say. Like yeah. as, a, as a as a warm body. <laughs> I would say he's done fairly well as like a middle of the rotation to end of rotation type dude. Like yeah, he I has agree. his moments of being a spark plug. Um and, and then he also has his moments of being entirely frustrating. Hello, Dwight yeah. Powell. And when yeah. he's frustrating, I've noticed you know, Rick pulling him real quick. Yeah. You know? Well, Rick doesn't tolerate that shit. That's what worried me as well. Mm -hmm. Um 
especially uh, stuff I was hearing before he played his first game, how, um, like, Carlisle was giving him, he had took him in for a session or something, I was giving him a rundown. I was like, a rundown on what? Yeah. Defense, are we talking? I was like, it had to be defense. Because the Mavericks don't make play. Like, they don't have a playbook, really. Exactly. And Carlisle is... (laughs) He doesn't tolerate that shit. I mean, yeah. we've seen him when it comes to when it comes to butting heads with players, how angry <coughs> and how visibly frustrated exactly how visibly frustrated he gets. So right off the bat, I was worried that him and uh, Willie Cauley Stein were going to clash. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still hoping I'm wrong there, and it yeah. again. It, I don't think they will as long as Willie Cauley Stein can prove that he gives a shit at all. Because he he, got, he allows uh, mental lapses as long as it's like you're showing that you care. Like look yeah. at uh, I almost said Jaron Jackson, Justin Jackson. Oh yes. Like Justin Jackson's kind of an idiot on the court sometimes, but he cares and he tries really hard. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he does, and and welcome to a king's world. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, they're both. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. I think that was the joke. Is that the Mavericks are King South with Luca? Yeah, exactly. I saw that, and I was so true. Oh man, and, and, so sad. And now we have Michael Kidd Gilchrist. Oh yeah. yeah and I have no idea how to feel about him. Neither do I. I'm just sad Ryan's gone. Like, yeah. You're gonna you're gonna sit there and dwell on. I on actually him being am. Gone and... I absolutely am. Like. There goes half my fucking memes on my phone. <laughs> so there's that. Okay, then obviously you need to clean out your phone anyway. It, it's time. I probably do. Yeah. Uh, but okay, so he comes in and, you know, uh, Luca comes back. I'm actually really curious to see. I'm curious and also terrified as a Kings fan tomorrow. Coming back, Luca coming back. Because mm-hmm. uh, Mav's at home have been a tire fire yeah which is funny that our version of a tire fire is a 500 team at home <laughs> yeah yeah that's... It, it does actually feel weird to say that right now but yeah it's i mean come on what the fuck compared to the it, road performance it's a tire fire yes it honestly seems like they're they're allergic to something at the american Airlines center the lower bowl <laughs> i mean tim cato said that maybe it's haunted and i really want to see a investigative journalism done i want to see sony's a, let's bring in one of those freaking how, like id people in order to i don't know i don't know what how many millions of dollars did mark cuban give away over the last 20 years of owning the mavericks to say that he he's at a stadium at capacity i want to see him like actually just sell lower bowl tickets for like five bucks and let like one night only. Like yeah, something. like one night only, just to like show that the people that are cheap as fuck are also the most passionate fans. Yeah, exactly. Oh no, I agree with that. But I, mean, I think I... it's also because, like, you know, like our uh, one of the people on our staff, Grant, he goes to almost every single game because he because he's like, ah, oh, it's like ten, fifteen bucks up in the so, nosebleed section. Up in the nosebleeds, so he would yeah. rather spend you know, $500 a season to park in... I'm, I'm just using that as an example. We'll, we'll say 300 
three hundred dollars oh, no, a no, season. It's, it'll be it'll be about five hundred. Okay, five hundred dollars a season to sit in in the nosebleeds for you know forty one games, as compared to spending five hundred and getting to sit in the lower bowl two to three times. Yeah, maybe three times, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> depending on the game. Yeah, and so those people that are sitting in the lower bowl, you would think that they'd be even more excited because that's probably going to be the only game that they go to that year. But no, they're just like meh, whatever. Yeah, it's just a, it's such a weird thing. But like, like obviously I've never been to other you know mm-hmm. other stadiums, so I have no I'm idea. I'm sure like, it's what, the same everywhere. It's just you know, I'm sure. Like, like I was talking to Squish, our other guy, Squish, uh, Dick Nowitzki on Twitter. Uh, you know, because he he used to live in um. In, in New York, so he'd go to the Garden and go to game. Go, went to a few games there, and he was like, he was like, that stadium fucking sucks. <laughs> he's <laughs> like, he's like, it's really? not that exciting, dude. He's like, oh. the, the the walls are old, like everything's old and cramped, so like it sucks. And I was like, well, okay, I know what I'm not going to go do when I go to New York. So. Yeah, he said that the big thing is that like in the in the lower bowl, or I'm sorry, not in the lower bowl, in the nosebleeds, like there are actual seats yeah. that are just behind pillars. Which is oh crazy. yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, and, which is like I guess and makes they sense. Sell them. The, yeah, the, the people will sit there and be and get there and realize they're literally there's uh, nothing you know, to see. Yes, <laughs> I don't. I, I think there was. I can't remember if it was one in the Golden One Center, which was just recently built in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. And I think one of my friends sent me a picture that there was, uh, like, it, the chair was adjacent to a pillar and it was facing it or something and i was like what the fuck we just built this fucking stadium yeah seriously for, ba- for bad fans yeah if uh if there's one thing that i can say about the american Airlines center it's that the seating there is fantastic like even the nosebleeds are good yeah uh, okay I agree. Uh, uh, I'm a reporter and I'm in the nosebleeds. The like I'm in the hockey press box. And yes. That's way up there at the very top. I'm in the freaking I've waved at you before. Pillars. Yeah. We we've <laughs> all waved at you me, before. I probably have tried to spill something on you if you're too loud. <laughs> or threatened to. I can't that actually do that. Me. I get kicked out. Yeah. That'd be that, hilarious. Probably. You could say it was an accident. Like, okay, whoever's getting like pizza with parmesan cheese that smells like feet, yeah, it's I'm gonna me. kill you. Yeah, definitely not me. Um, yeah, I usually don't get food at the AAC. So. Yeah, the food oh, at the kidding? AAC, that, that is another downside of the American Airlines Center. The food there is fucking terrible. Yeah, the Grant only person that likes it is Nerlens Noel. Oh, the hot dog. <laughs> no, hey, no. I believe uh, Curry, Steph Curry said that the they popcorn. had the best popcorn. Yes. I haven't tried it, though. But, I mean... So I can't really... I'm glad that, that, you know, Stephen Curry... Elite athlete likes their popcorn. Um, can yeah. I eat something other than that? Hey, he went out of his way to go, like, sample all the popcorn in the different arenas. So you got to give him a little props there. Yeah, he like that's fair. Yeah. Okay, what it, would you rather have? Mediocre food like you do at the American Airlines Center, or Rangers grotesque food? Like the massive, yeah. 12 foot long hot dogs with like Onion City or whatever the hell it is on there that makes yeah. food that like costs like puke. 50 bucks and looks terrible. And uh, I hate it. Okay, can we, instead of rating the food, let's rate the drinks. 
how about like I do like the fact that I believe the Rangers. Do the Rangers still do like dollar beer night or something? Um, I don't know Ooh. if the Rangers do. I know the Rough Riders Frisco. do. Yeah, Frisco does. I know that. And so do the Legends. I've been to a few of those before. It's great. Okay, but the the <laughs> the, the Rangers... downside is I have to draw. I mean, drive all the way out to Frisco to get a fr- yeah. I went down like twice. Now I was like, this is enough. Like, I thought the Rangers did it at one point too. They might. They might like they a might couple it. times a year. I I they, I know they do dollar hot dog nights. Yeah, that Wednesdays. Yeah. And I mean that's 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 good, but you know I've had their hot dogs. But yeah, wait, what was the question? What better food at the? AAC you said better what? drinks. You said you want to change it oh, to better yeah, drinks. Oh yeah, I went to drinks. Yeah, um, because you're TJ. Okay. Yeah. No, okay. What pisses me off? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to bitch about this because it's Texas. So if I go to like the Golden One Center, mm-hmm. the press box is right near a uh, a a bar cart okay and we're, we're allowed to take hard liquor to the press box now in texas i can't go out of a certain area to drink like say hot vodka or tequila or any of that i have to stick with wine or beer uh can like what the fuck i think i'm done with that it's a yeah state. it's a stadium thing in texas i'll, I'll dm mark you see what's up yeah, it, I don't know. But no, I mean, they like I never knew that uh, before I moved here. I mean, my family, uh, you know, my family, yeah. my mom's side of the family lives here, and I've been coming here since I was a kid. But it didn't actually hit me that I it was dry. There are certain dry counties. Mm-hmm. Oh, blue um, laws are the worst. Like, what oh, the dry fuck? counties. Yeah, <laughs> the fact dry, that you not, can't buy a bottle of liquor at Walmart, like. Yes. Or like Tri Cities or whatever dishes. I went from a state who would ha- sell hard liquor at like the drugstore to a state where they a refuse to sell you hard liquor on Sundays, mm-hmm. and then uh, b you can't buy beer or wine on Sundays until afternoon. Yep. Yeah, I, I figured out the hard way when I was in college. I was like, wait, you can't buy beer? Like, uh... what? Yeah, like, I remember. It... That. I was like, I had just turned twenty-one. Or... Like, oh, okay, cool. Or if you go to a restaurant and get it before noon, then you have to have food at your table. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yep. Oh, shit, because every... Uh, no, on Sundays. Ex- on Sundays, yeah. Well, no, there were certain places that I would go to uh, in Arlington, but they were also uh, run by, like, family friends and stuff. Mm. But, because uh, we'd always, always order, you know, hard liquor with brunch. Yeah. Like screwdrivers or you know stuff like that, yeah. sea breezes, and I never, I never knew that that we had to have food at our table. Yeah, so like, does it, it count if they bring like bread? Yes, so oh, like okay. a lot of restaurants yeah. will just bring like chips and salsa, yeah, yeah. or like a bar mix. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm Texas fucking sucks of, with yeah, respect gonna, to that. <laughs> I'm gonna get a lot of Texas Texans pissed off at me for this, but what the fuck? No, like, like seriously. No, Ruben I think most I, Texans are. Ruben yeah. and I talked for a long time. Like we would bitch slash like campaign for beer to go to happen because in Texas you couldn't take yeah yeah you couldn't take beer home with you from a brewery. What? Yeah, like literally up like, until literally September of last year. Yeah, like last year, like last I think like April or whatever. Like I called my representative. I was like, hey, like. 
this is a really important issue to me. Yep. Please tell Pre- me you drug dialed your representative. No. <laughs> oh, come on. No. I called my representative quite a few times as well. Yeah. It's a missed opportunity, not drunk and dial a representative. <laughs> oh my god. I'm very disappointed. Well, my representative but... follows me all on Twitter, so that's pretty yeah. cool. But... Oh god, oh dear lord, I I do He's not cool. want that He's for cool. me. You, um, <laughs> well, that's good. You don't want John Cornyn uh, following you on Twitter? <laughs> you should drunk no. dial John Cornyn and record it. <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. That'd be good. That'd be good. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Okay. Uh, do we have any expectations for the All Star Game? I mean, the format is so weird. Like, yes. Oh. I'm still trying to get through. I'm still trying to like figure it out. Like, I've I've had it explained to me like five different times. I just a, feel like a different team wins the first three quarters and the fourth. Yeah, quarter. and then the last one like wins the entire thing. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, I don't. I it's gonna be interesting to watch, but I still. I've, I, yeah, I've had a bunch of my friends going, oh, it's so easy. I'm like, go oh, fuck yourself. I get it. No, like, it's not. It's not easy. I get kind of why they did it, because they wanted to get more opportunities for both charities to win money. Yeah. Um, I think what they should have done has just had it to where the winning team's charity gets a certain amount and the losing team's charity gets another amount. Yeah, it would be um, way easier to understand, at least from a fan's perspective. Yeah, or first and second half. Like, yeah. They they made it too complicated. Like, uh, if yeah. you had done like a first half is one thing, second half is another thing, that would have made sense. Yeah. Or, know, e- or each quarter was its own thing, that would have made sense. But then it's like each quarter it's its own game, except for the fourth quarter, which is all three quarters combined plus twenty one with no shot clock, or twenty four with no shot clock. Yeah, I don't. I or hate. no, there's a shot clock. There's no game clock. Sorry, whatever. Yeah, but I mean, like, just in general, like the whole All Star thing. Like, All Star weekend's gonna be fun this year. I don't know. I say that every year. Like, and like, I don't know how to feel about the. I don't know how to feel about the slam contest. Like the actual game itself, though, on Sunday. Yeah, we'll be getting drunk probably. Oh well, yeah. Or, yeah. I you know, won't. But I'm. You're not. You're not no. going. I have Girl Scout cookies to sell. <laughs> sell them at the thing, dude. <laughs> I know, sell seriously. At, with you, my daughter. Are you daughter. kidding me? I'm not uh, going with my daughter to Pluckers. Okay, so I don't, okay. I don't, I don't see the, the, what's wrong here. Find me. Like, I would go with, I would go with my daughter to Pluckers. I am not going to my daughter, I'm not going to Pluckers with my daughter with 50 strangers. Well, but they all are they really strangers though? Well, half of them are. <laughs> I'm just hanging out with you. You know how many cookies you would sell there? Like, That's true, especially to drunk people. Are you kidding yeah. me? We'll see. Yeah, you're we'll supposed see. to be doing that. You were supposed to be doing that actually. Remember? Oh yeah, they said no. Oh, they did. Oh yeah. damn, you gotta work there then. Wait, no, no, no. So I was gonna have Julianne sell um, cookies at Petty Cola's. Petty Colas was cool with it, but uh, the Girl Scouts said no. Oh, they said no? Oh, you yeah. should have done it without them knowing, bro. That's, that's like well, getting you... kicked out of the Girl Scouts type shit. How would Did, they find seriously? out? Seriously? Yeah. Oh, they'll find out. I mean, they're yeah. kind of big brotherish. My niece is in them, and oh, dear God. They are very what, big brother. What if you give me some of them and I sell them? What'd you say, Ruben? <laughs> what if you give me some of them and I sell them? <laughs> <laughs> I uh no I I left a um an order form there last Friday and oh, I'm gonna go yeah and that's I'm gonna good, go pick it up next man. Friday. That's a good uh 
you know, a good kind of middle middle of the way. So Yep. Yeah, Damn, that's sad though. That <laughs> hurts. I thought you, I thought they were gonna let you do it. Damn it. Okay. No, it's okay. We're going yeah, to my... a uh, we're going to a um, a retirement home with two hundred residents on Sunday. So oh, that's cute. Okay. Oh, good for her, but fun for you. That's sarcasm. Yeah, we'll be there for four hours. <laughs> oh, good lord. Well, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. it's it's a good life experience. Oh, we've been selling cookies all month, so. God. Which I may need to make another order, actually. Okay. I'll let you know, though. Cool. Yeah, my my niece is doing the same thing right now, and oh my god. I get, uh, my my sister is constantly, hey, you want to buy some more? No, you son of a bitch. Yeah. (laughs) Julianne's trying to sell a thousand boxes, so. God. It's like, what? She she sells a thousand boxes and she gets what? Uh, Like, a freaking badge? Well, Yeah. (laughs) She also gets prizes. I know, but what are the prizes? Because I was looking, I was looking at my niece's. It, they're the same. And it was oh, uh, uh, okay. That's not even much. If you if you sell a thousand boxes, like get half the profits or something. I don't yeah. know. They get like fifty five cents a box. It's pretty terrible. Son of a wait, really? Yeah. Wow. And those girls, <laughs> their asses off. They sell they their do. asses off. Like I, I. I'm sorry. I'm I'm not going to get up early and go door to door like my niece does. And she, like she's she's seven years old and she does it with her mm-hmm. mom. And I'm like, yeah, you won't catch me dead doing that shit. <laughs> they need to get they need to get more out of it for themselves. I mean that that's probably a selfish thing to say, but that's why I never did Girl Scouts. Also, I never liked getting up or talking to people, so yeah. that's why I never did it. <laughs> Now, now, if you like talking to people, as long as we get you drunk, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, but but then, like, I couldn't do that. You can do that. Yeah. Years old. No, I get it. Yeah, my daughter's five and she's kicking ass, but you know. Yeah, that's that's just also because she's freaking adorable. Yeah, and I cannot if I am approached by a Girl Scout selling cookies, I have to buy them, even if I'm not like eating carbs or whatever and it's an attack it really hey, is hey, it's two- okay remember that um that thin men's are vegan so shut the fuck up they, are they really they, yeah they, they still okay vegan is fine but they still have carbohydrates okay fine um you can have the toffee tastics and those are gluten-free okay now you it's... sound like my fucking sister right now <laughs> <laughs> <He's trying laughs> So like, wait. So when do you no stop cards. selling? When do you stop selling? At the end of February. Okay. Cool. Lent starts on the twenty sixth. Got it. Cool. <laughs> He's doing the math around. Oh my god. He's like, time. what's my next paycheck? <laughs> no, I'm thinking Lent, bro. I'm thinking Lent when I can oh, start. Okay. Not eating carbs. Oh my gosh! Really? All right. I don't ever like. I'm not Catholic, but sorry, mom. But you're doing not... Lent. Wait, you are Mexican and you're not Catholic. Uh-uh. No. He. I, I, I did all my sacraments and everything, and I was like, eh, I don't want I'm, I'm Mexican. I'm not Catholic, but I do literally every Mexican Catholic event throughout the year. Yeah, I do that too. No, I'm you talking all... about you, Ruben. Oh, me? <laughs> yes. I do. Like, I'm just like, well, it's more like a family thing. I know. Okay. Well, okay, that's... that's You're like a cultural is. Catholic. That's, I guess, yeah, I guess, I mean... Oh my yeah. god, that's my dad. Like, yeah, like, I don't really. I never go to church. Like, you know, like. D- does any Mexican Catholic go to church? Actually, dude. Yeah, I know. Uh, no, but during Ash Wednesday, if you don't go. 
Fuck. You're dead. Yeah, my yeah. mom. At least my mom have worked. to do Ash Wednesday. Yeah, my mom tore into me for that, and I was for not going last year, and I was like, I forgot <laughs> that it was like you were hungover. It's okay. <laughs> like, how <laughs> can you forget? You're you're walking around. If you look at certain Catholics, they have the edge. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was like, literally, I remember like that day, like I went to work and like I saw like one of my coworkers was like the you know with the ash or whatever on his head, and I was like, oh, whoops, <laughs> <laughs> too late now. Forgot that was today. <laughs> Or you're My just bad. so drunk, you're like, dude, just wash your fucking face, man. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not getting drunk on a full <laughs> night, man. Like, that's not happening. Uh, Though I right. might do that for next Monday, because the kids have off, and I still have to go to work, I think. So, we'll see. All right, oh, guys. that's right, because it's President's Day. Yeah. Let's wrap this shit up. Oh, okay. <laughs> We've we gotten so. Got, we went from basketball to fucking Girl Scout cookies. Yeah, yeah. To, to, I love the podcast. Is, we went from that basketball is a new level. We went from basketball to Girl Scout cookies to Ash Wednesday and sacraments. <laughs> yeah, man, that description is gonna be fucking weird. <laughs> All right. Wow. TJ, thank you so much for coming on and bullshitting with us for forty-five Should minutes. Four, but Tim's a coward. So that's right. I thought. Yeah, I thought he was gonna be on here. What yeah, I was trying happened? to. Yeah. He he's a bartender in California, which means he's at work. Oh. Yeah, he's probably at work. And just wait, like, where does it? Where where? Thousand in Oaks, California. Thousand Oaks. Ew, gross. Never mind. <laughs> he's a bartender in the suburbs, in the like Los Angeles suburbs. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Whatever. He's not your ex. Know. Don't worry. <laughs> no, my ex is my ex is a bartender in D.C. Same That's difference. <laughs> Terrible cities, Man. both of them. Yes, we'll go there. Hey, yeah, no, LA sucks. I love <laughs> I, I'm allowed to say that DC is just fucking. All right. Well, with that, I think that's going to wrap up this episode. Again, TJ, thank you for coming on and bullshitting yeah, with thank us. You. Every time you come on, it's a treat. It so. is. It really is. We got to not wait 10 months to have you on again. Yeah. This is true, like yes. a couple months. Yeah. I'll pester you guys and please make sure do. you have me on. I, I pester you guys anyway all the time. That's matter. true, and we pester you too. back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, there's no love lost here. <laughs> all right. Well, until next week, guys. We'll see you later. Bye, guys. Bye.